from St. Joseph, Missouri, here is Travis Lee Hartman. Christmas Vacation is my annual Christmas movie that I always have to watch. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched it. Wow. Okay. I'm actually upset with myself. Yeah, I feel like, um, so I think we're just going to jump in because this is how we roll here. Uh, welcome to the 26th episode of Wayne In with Travis Hartman. This is the end of the year go home show. We've been doing this for half of a year, year every under, week. It's our six, this is our six-month, literally our six-month birthday, six month, right? Half year, 26th oh episode in a row. We do this every week. We have not missed a beat. Perfect attendance. We actually do have perfect attendance. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to be flirting with a couple things early into the next year. Yep. We'll do some Zoom stuff, whatever else. But, yeah, hey, man, cheers to you. 26 episodes. Happy Ma- birthday. Happy half birthday. Happy half birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry uh, Christmas. For those that are uh, tuning in or subscribing, thank you so much for following along and doing that. If you have yet to do so, smash the subscribe button. Uh, also, hit that little bell icon. If you're following on YouTube, I should say, if you're watching YouTube, hit those things. That helps us out. And uh, whether or not you're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, iTunes, Spotify, all the audio sources for your podcast, we are out there too. Search for us, find us, listen to our sweet, melodic, sexy voices. Melodic. Nice. I come up with a lot of stuff. Well done. Every week. I remember listening to our last episode at the very beginning when we were whispering. It actually sounded it pretty sounded good. It sounded great. Brandon, it sounded really good. That's right. It actually did pick up our sounds. It did. Of our voice. So I was pretty happy with that. Anywho, uh, and the episode that uh, we can travel over there is talking about, it's out there. Go ahead and look for our old stuff, too. We've come a long way in 26 weeks. Our setup has come a long way, B-Money. There's still a lot of setup to do. There, but it's, this is, I'm looking around at like some We're getting there. We got super some, professional We got stuff. some paint on the walls. We got some lighting things going on. We have, uh, you know. Wayne and Travis Harmon got a facelift. Man. So, uh, Weekend Trav, uh, thank you so much for carving out some time out of your busy schedule. Thank so, you so as well. So we can well. get this podcast uh, episode done. Uh, for those that have been following along, you know that uh, Weekend Trav and B-Money, myself, we are heading out to Dallas midweek uh, uh, for uh, the fights there in Dallas because uh, Travis trains Ashley Curry, who is on the, TV, uh, the televised portion of the DAZN card in Dallas. So you're going to be catching a lot of stuff from us out there and on the way and yada, yada, yada. We have an interview with Ashley Curry that we're going to post here in the next, uh, I call it two days, uh, Tuesday, depending on when you're seeing this. And so uh, with that, we, you know, touch on the basic interview stuff, but also a little bit of race, a little bit of politics, things, whatever else. We're going to get right into it. Trump's name got brought up. We just got a lot of stuff going on weekend, Trev. It was, you know what? That was a pretty cool little sit down. That was a pretty good cool little segment that we have for this uh, little special on our on our uh, YouTube channel called "In This Corner." I kind of, I'm kind of liking this "In This Corner." I think we're gonna get some really cool stuff down in Dallas as well, and we're gonna get some really good footage of Ashley. Um, and what's gonna be pretty cool is all the footage we get of her, and then when she wins. It's going to blow up. Even better. It's going to blow up. Even better. So uh, with that being said, this is our final episode of the year. And uh, See you, 2020. You know, we wanted to take this week's episode to highlight some things that happened throughout the year in the boxing world. Now, granted, it has been a different year, okay? But what we wanted to do for those listening or watching at home, want to talk about a few things. Fight of the year. Knockout of the year. Breakout fight of the year. And just... 
Fighter of comeback the Year. Fighter of the comeback? Year. Comeback? Oh, you want to go yeah. comeback? So there's a lot of things to I talk like about. And uh, so this might be a little more of a short episode than, than you're typically accustomed to, which is fine as well, because we have that uh, half-hour interview coming up um, also with this Ashley. week that you'll catch with Ashley Curry. And uh, anyways, we wanted to jump right in, uh, not waste anyone's time. We're jumping right into uh, our, our programming here. So we can Trav. Yes, sir. Let me give you the allotted time. We can Trav shirt, a little tougher. We're only working with the one camera angle today. Um, but if for those that are, uh, yeah, they probably can. So for those uh, listening, if you're listening, I'm looking at a denim colored shirt with pink flamingos all over. And it's not as loud. It's not, not as, as loud. As not as loud, which might be good. I thought I'd keep it pretty mellow. And you know what right I have? The year. I, I have the brand new Price Boxing 1956 shirt. I mean, I'm not going to like stand it. up. There's a like little it. thing on the back, whatever else. So thank you very much to Papa Brian Price uh, for, for the swag here. So anyways, we can travel. Let's jump right in here. Let's do it. So I'm going to pull up my handy notes. Handy dandy notes. I don't have my notepad today, but I have some notes. Let's see it. And we want to talk about fight of the year. Lots to choose from, I think. Uh, obviously, a lot happened towards the end of this year. There was a, a dead time in the middle of the year because of yeah. this whole big seed stuff going on that's still going on uh but we can trav let's talk fight of the year we're doing this too just in case just in case okay so i'm gonna give my vote for fight of the year right now fight of the year. Okay. and i'll let you talk about it uh you know i when i went back through and watched the film I looked at this and I was like, wow, how come this didn't receive more airtime? And probably just because the names aren't well known and that sort of thing. Exactly right. So we have, it was a fight between Jose Zepeda and Ivan Baranchik. If you recall, when they fought, this was a fight of several knockdowns by both competitors. I believe it ended up being a knockout in the eighth round. I'm, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. It was a 10-round fight. Uh, where Zapata won, but this thing was just explosive back and forth. I mean, these guys were the the chin on the both of these fighters was amazing. If you just Google the fight or find the highlights or duck duck go it, you're going to see what everyone else is saying, what I'm saying as well. This was hands down the 2020 fight of the year. Okay, just because it was exciting as a, from a boxing fan's perspective, an exciting fight to watch, mm-hmm. back and forth. And you just weren't sure who was going to win. That's yeah. that's what made it exciting. You that's weren't the, sure who was going to win. Fights. So I wanted. I'm going to shut my mouth because people want to hear the boxing guy, the boxing expert Ooh. over there. No, you know what? Because I don't think so on this one. Because I think this fight of the year candidate is something that really isn't for necessarily like the the, the pugilistic experts. Because this is more of a fan friendly fight. This wasn't sure. highly skilled. I mean, they were highly skilled. They are. I mean, they're professional athletes, professional boxers. But this was just like a knockdown dragout. So it was a, it was a great fight. Um, my computer's locking up here. But, uh, I mean, it was an action-packed fight. That, I mean, if you're a promoter or if you're a TV network, you couldn't have asked for better drama. You know, when both guys hit the canvas, get back up. And, and they're, they're good professional boxers as well. But, like, you were right, though. It didn't get as much attention because they weren't – you know, big time fighters. So and sorry, fifth round, fifth round knockout. That's what it was. It was not eight eight rounds, but it was. Uh, I went to the fifth round on this mm-hmm. one. Um, so let's. Uh, I'm just going to read some notes here. 
sorry to uh, for those watching at home. I'm looking off my phone. I never do this because I usually have a notepad in front of me. Uh, so I'm looking at eight knockdowns over five rounds. Eight knockdowns. Eight. And that was mixed between the two of them. That's it wasn't, impressive. I mean, obviously it was. Um, wow. Uh, where was where was this? Uh, Las did it, did Vegas. It say, okay, Las it Vegas. It was in okay. Vegas. So I would say it was a top-ranked fight, so go look for the highlights of this one. This is my vote for fight of the year because of the excitement factor. Mm-hmm. You have, I mean, there. if you know boxing, you know the names, but it wasn't like the highlight reel type names that we, we all, a main event fight. It wasn't anything like that. This was just a fun, fan-friendly, exciting fight to watch that just had everyone at the corner of their seats and up on their feet, which is what you mm-hmm. want. If the stands were had people in it, people would have been paying attention to this thing. Oh, yeah. So that this is my vote for fight of the year: Jose Zapata versus Ivan Branchik. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one, but I want to throw out another one that kind of gets forgotten because at the very beginning of the year. But the reason it wasn't a back and forth action, but in my opinion, it was one of the fights of the year, and actually could probably be up there for one of the knockouts of the year too, um, is Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. It happened in February, right before the pandemic happened. So there was a lot of fans, and it was a seventh-round knockout. And I thought it was a great fight because it had a lot of – there was a couple of knockdowns in. I think round three, Wilder went down and round five, and then finally they stopped it in round seven. But the reason why I put it up there is because those two guys are high-level elites of the division. They both were world champions. So that's why I put it up there because more people kind of know who those two guys are. And I think that Tyson Fury had a, I wouldn't say a breakout year because this guy's been phenomenal for a couple of years now, but I think he did cement himself in that division. So of the importance, I think that was the most important, Mm. exciting big time fight. So I got to throw it up there a little bit with it as a beta fight, but to see eight knockdowns that are back and forth. forth, So if Deontay would have at least knocked down Fury at least maybe once, we could have probably absolutely, but I'm going to say it's a close second. I'm going to give Zapata one, one, mm-hmm. but a very, very close second because of the level of those two guys, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. So that's going to be my number two, but I think number one, I agree with you on it. I think that you have to kind of go with that one because that was exciting. You didn't, you really, one guy's winning and then all of a sudden, boom, the other, you're like, oh, okay, I don't know what's going to happen now. And then boom, eight knockdowns between the two coming. of them. They just kept coming. So Ridiculous. I agree with you. This is going to be the, the echo chamber. I don't know if the echo chamber will last the whole time, but with that, yes, because I was torn between that fight as well with Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, mainly because of the anticipation, the buildup. Mm-hmm. So you had those elements. Because that was a rematch off the draw. Right, yeah. right. So that was the buildup as well. We were all watching. So from that end, yes, very exciting fight too, um, but we're both in agreement. That's the runner-up. Overall, for sure. Yep, I, I do agree. So I that it. is uh, the, we, uh, the weighing in with Travis Hartman, fight of the year for 2020. Jose Zepeda versus Ivan Baranchik. I feel like he was on a lot of people's lists. So. Hey, for you guys, I know you guys are watching. Congratulations, boys. Oh, yeah. They're definitely watching. Yeah. So let's switch gears here. We got fight of the year, but let's go to how you win fights. Let's go to knockout of the year. I'm going to let you go with this first. Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one, actually. All right. I so let me toss it to you. Knockout of the year, 2020. Knockout of the year. Knockout of the year. I'll tell you my knockout of the year. Coronavirus. Oh, boy. Coronavirus gets knockout of the year. Okay. They literally fair, knock the world out. So coronavirus... They're the champion. They literally knocked out. I don't even know what the number is, but it's up there in the world. So 
I feel like that's a cop-out answer. It's a very cop-out answer, but it's a very truthful answer, okay, too. Okay, So, they're number one, but I think I'm going to have to go go with you to see what you say, and then maybe I'll pick it apart. Okay. <laughs> Who do you have as knockout I know you think you think you know what I'm going to say, but you're wrong. Okay. You think I'm going to say Nate Robinson getting, his, his, <laughs> getting knocked out, but I'm not going to say that because that's okay. – that, Jake Paul was a pretty good knockout. Jake Paul is a legitimate fighter. He is a professional fighter, so I'm not going to take that away. I mean, but I'm going to say Nate Robinson is not a professional. That knockout that was no. just embarrassing. You could even say that Jake's not a legit pro either. Still, you could say that because he's fought two guys now. Doesn't matter. But, pro is a pro. If, yeah. if anyone's walked in that ring with Nate's a, a pro, then with a record, yeah. But man, pro okay. debut. Okay, but go ahead. Who, who's yours? Gervonta Davis. Knock, hold on, I got a call from Hollywood. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Decline. Get it. No, I don't even know who that is. You know, what happens when, when people call you and you see the number, you're like, who the hell is that? They must have made that important. Yeah, no. So anyways, um, Gervonta Davis knocking out Leo Santa Cruz. And here's why. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And this was recent, so it's in the recent memory banks. It was about a month or so ago, a month and a half ago, right? It was just nasty. Nasty. Now, I think up into that point, it was, I wasn't, I want to call it a close bout, but it was, it was still, you know, they were fighting, but just the brutal vision of the way it worked and him being right there in the corner against the turnbuckles, leg gets, leg is pinned underneath himself as he collapses down. It was just an an, an ugly knockout to watch and one that I want to watch over and over again. My vote for knockout of the year, which there's plenty to choose from, okay, even though it was a limited boxing year and limited limited match year, that one was nasty. Nasty. That's my vote. Knockout of the year 2020, Gervonta Davis knocking out Leo Santa Cruz. I'm I'm actually very impressed that you, you did throw that out there. I'm very impressed. That's actually not a bad one at all. And you did your research then because it's a really solid one. I... I always hate – I don't hate, but this is just a hard one to do because I know we're going to leave out some really good knockouts, like absolutely, because – Always do. Ryan Garcia had a pretty decent knockout at the very beginning of the year as well. Um, there's been a lot of really good knockouts. I mean, highlight real knockouts, there's been a couple, but I I, I don't – I'm showing we oh, can yeah. travel right now the, the highlight yep, of it. I remember this one now. It was a good one. That's B-Money. I think you're spot on. I, I think that that's a tough one to – yeah, because they waved that off. They count. He was on the ropes. They had to call that count off like pretty quick. He yeah. started counting, and he was just like, "Oh, so, it's over." Uh, I'm not trying to sway the voting here. I mean, but also, we're calling knockout of the year, and I, I, you, you brought up one that's you got you got to include it, and I think you got to include Nate Robinson sure. getting okay. knocked out by Jake Paul because he fell head first, and you knew he was out. So I think I think. I know a lot of boxing, the old heads are going to give me a lot of crap for this one, but I think it's got to be up there. I think that the the attention that that one got, it has to put it up there as one of the knockout of the year candidates for sure. So I I think Gervonta Davis was a legit one because Santa Cruz is, those two dudes are high level. Correct. Okay, I mean, they're like high level. That was a Correct. really, really good fight. I think for sure that Gervonta was the favorite. But I don't think he was supposed to win that way and yeah. that vicious of a knockout. So you have to, you have to lean that way. But I think what got more attention 
was when Nate Robinson got slept. Well, sure, because by I, Jake Paul. Yeah, you have memes made of it. You have all of it. It's and plus, it, it, it there were more eyes on that fight, I think, than yeah. anything else. I so. think Nate Robinson got some um, sponsors after that from Mattress Firm and a couple of those people. Oh, I think that they threw him some 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 maybe sponsorship from, dollars. From Nyquil, 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 Yep. Yeah, the Tylenol PM. Yep. You know, it's yep. called the Tylenol. Nate you Robinson might now. have a headache in the morning. Here's some ibuprofen. Um, so yeah, a couple other ones you mentioned, Ryan Garcia. Uh, you know, Jermel Charlo back in September. There were, there were some good yeah. knockouts, I think, in a limited year, uh, a boxing year. It's tough to do, like you said, it's tough to say this is the knockout because there's a lot of boxing matches across the world. I mean, it's not we, all over the world. There's a lot. You're per- pretty limited to what's being televised and that sort of thing. I so. mean, another one that we didn't talk about, too, you got to throw in there um, Alexander Povetkin yeah. when he um, slept Dillian White. Exactly. Yeah. I think that has to be up there because yeah. – that that actually, that could probably go up there too as one. Nah, you know I won't put it five of the year. I'll, I'll put that knockout was legit though. That was a good one because Dillian White is a high level pro. His only loss, I believe, as a pro was the Anthony Joshua. So the fact that he got knocked out by Povetkin, who was a massive favorite, yeah. And it was man, I think it was a right uppercut. Oh my gosh, that was a good punch. So final and call, folded him. Final call, knockout of the year. <sighs> knockout of the year. I mean. I don't want to do it, but I. Gervonta's was better. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with boxing. Gervonta's was better. Okay. But I'm going to say that runner-up was Jake Paul okay, sleeping okay. Nate Robinson because, di- as much as crap we want to give him, it was he slept him yeah. like oh. it. I haven't seen a dude fall that hard so, in a long time. So Facebook Live, I don't know if you can hear me. Knockout of the year. What do you think? We got Gervonta Davis, but he's also saying Jake Paul taking down Nate Robinson. I don't know if you can hear me. Knockout of the year. That's where we're at. I feel we're kind of split on that. You have your yeah. vote. I have mine. I mean, I, but this is – I'm not – usually if I am if I really believe in something and I'm definitive about it, I'll defend it hardcore. But I'm not. I'm saying that yours is a solid pick. Like, Gervonta, that's I, – I don't have any qualms with that one. I really don't. But – the Jake Paul was pretty good. Like he yeah. really slept Nate Robinson. And 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 some of it's also what do you keep seeing? What do you actually keep seeing on social media, on highlight reels, on you know the sports shows? What are the knockouts that you actually will witness all year long? And that, that tends to also have a little bit of sway there. So either way, that's more of um I don't know the the knockout of the year awards kind of a tongue-in-cheek sort of award from us. But that's 2020. Those are the knockout candidates, It's just kind of fun say. to relive that. It's just fun to relive them. I kind of even – I actually did forget about the Pavetkin yeah. one until, like, we're talking it through. I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot about the Pavetkin one. So that was a good one too. But, again, like we well, said, I'll Ryan tell you Garcia – I'll tell you who didn't forget – well, he probably did forget it in the in the moment was Dillian White. Oh, yeah. So He wants to forget it. All right. So, anyways, that's where we're at a knockout of the year for 2020. I wanted to move to um, Breakout Finder of the Year 2020. Breakout fighter. Okay. I looked at this, so we're going to do talk breakout fighter, but we're also going to talk fighter of the year. And I had a tough time separating the two, but I did mm-hmm. for for a handful of reasons. But I I, okay. I I wanted to distinguish the two because I think you could have easily had this person as breakout fighter of the year as well as fighter of the year. Hmm. That's interesting. The reason why I held him back from fighter of the year is because I think. He's putting the runway in now in order to be that possibly in 2021, if not in the future. Okay. My breakout fire. I'm curious of this one because I don't, I don't know it. 
Oh, okay. Well, well, then maybe maybe I will hold it back. Now let's hear it. Because I, I have somebody in mind. Who would you consider Weekend Trav then as breakout fighter of the year? My the guy that I have is a guy, and let me make sure that he's fought actually a couple of times. I think he has this year. That's okay. While you're looking that up, then I'm going to tell you who my breakout fighter of the year is. Okay. And I know you're going to say, "Wait a minute, he might need to be in the fighter of the year candidate." Well, here's here's my breakout fighter of the year. Teofimo Lopez. Oh. Here's why. Wait, you're giving him breakout. Breakout. Hmm. Here's why. Okay. I know he's been. I, see, I know he's been around. Yeah. He's been building the name up. Yeah. I get it. I get it. He had one belt going into that into that fight with um, uh, what's his face. We don't even talk about it anymore. Lomachenko. Yeah. And then he collected all his belts. I get that. Why I'm saying he's breakout is mm-hmm. because now he has a mic in front of his face. Now is the time for him to market himself appropriately. Now's the time where they're saying 10 mil for Devin Haney. They're yeah, saying things like that. He's calling his shot. He's, he, he's calling. That's the best way to put it. He's calling his shot now. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think to a degree until that Loma fight, he was really in a position to do so. And now I, I look at that division and I'm excited for the division. I'm excited of what could be next for not only him, but the others. And I think he is leading the way on that. You know, when you catapult over a pound-for-pound fighter in such a way, and then you are still constantly behind the mic and in front of the camera, he has not let up. So I, I agree with you on a lot of those, but the only reason that I don't give him breakout fighter of the year is because he was already a world champion. He was he had one of the titles already. So that that's why it's hard for me. I he he's got to be in the running. For fighter of the year, sure, for sure, sure. But breakout fighter of the year, I I find it hard to give it to him, and the reason is because I feel like he is already established and he's a world champion. So my breakout fighter of the year, and the reason I, I already had him in my mind, but the reason I had to look him up because I want to see how many times he actually fought in 2020. Mm-hmm. The guy that I'm picking is Sebastian Fundora. Okay. This is the six foot six welterweight, yep, yep. and I'm calling him breakout fighter of the year because one, he's massive. Like the dude's six foot six and he's welterweight, but he fought three times in 2020. That's why I consider him breakout fighter of the year because he's hustling right now and he's fighting. And that's why more so I think that Tiafoma has to be up there with fighter of the year because he fought once. Well, no, I think big one though, no, big I, one. I, I, I think Tiafoma is up there with fighter of the year. That's why I told you I have yeah. a hard time that was, distinguishing that's a tough the two. One. I get it. But now I believe. He's catapulted himself to being more of the household name, at least the, to the sports fan, mm-hmm. the household name. Whereas maybe in January, February, not quite, not quite. True. You may have an understanding of who he was, but now you know who he is. You know who his father is. Now you're for, you're forced to, to now really you're forced that. to, and he's marketable now. Yeah, he's getting marketable. So. We can disagree, and that's fine. And I think yeah. you're, you're, that's a good pick for yours as well. I'm kid's young too. He's yeah. 22, 23 years old, and he's literally he's a southpaw, and he's one hundred and forty seven pounds. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, who wants to fight like this? Oh my gosh! I, I it's just he's he's ridiculous. So that's why I'm putting him up there because he fought three times in twenty twenty. Sure, and I think two of those were in by knockout, and um. When I watched him, I was just I was just surprised of, of his power. I was surprised of his left uppercut. A lot of that stuff surprised me. He does have a draw against uh, Jamonte Clark, a uh, split decision draw. But I just want to see him in there with the top guys at 47 and 54. I think he's, he, he goes in between light middleweight and welterweight. So I'd like to see him with the top guys and see how he um, reacts. But it's going to be hard to fight this guy. 
He's six foot six. So I want to see him in there with some people because when I watched the last fight that he had, which was uh, December 5th, it was on the Errol, Errol Spence undercard. Yep. It was, it was the first time that I watched an entire fight of his, and it wasn't that long. I went two rounds. But it was, I was just like, wow. Like, this guy is, he's, not only is he tall, like, usually you see that stuff like a circus act. It's like, oh, look, sure. this guy is super tall. Sure. He, he looks, it looks weird, blah, blah, blah. But he could fight, and he had a chin. So um, that's why I put him up there, and I'm curious to see his 2021 because he will get a title shot, I believe, in 2021. I don't know when. It'll be towards the end of the year probably because he's only 16-0. and But I think they're going to try to put him in there tough, and um, I want to see him in there tough because I want to see if he's legit. So, yeah, I think uh, – so I, I'd like your pick, and that's why I think maybe 2021 is where this cat breaks out. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he knocked on the door for mm-hmm. sure towards the end of this year. Uh, but overall, what the whole point, though, what, and why I like Breakout Fight of the Year is it just paves the way to the next year that yeah. there's more exciting stuff Follow coming. Follow it up, yep. It's great. Not he only just, for, well, he's just getting through. He, not he's just, knocking. He opened it up. And he's getting ready to sprint through it. But not even up. one fighter or another. The fact that you could talk about this with many fighters in many weight classes, mm-hmm. that is just sets itself up for what could be a very fantastic 2021 for the uh, combat sport. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Breakout fire of the year. Split decision on that one. I think we need a third vote. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. anyways. We'll, we'll post it on our Instagram. Follow us, Wayne and Travis Harmon. Instagram, we'll post it. You guys can break the tie. Bingo. And they're going to be like, wait a minute. They're going to side with you saying, Teofimo's been in round five. <laughs> okay, well, you, you know don't what? know that. There's he people stamped, He put that a stamp that. on the division. Boom. He did. He, he put, put his stamp. name like well, when you beat the pound, you beat equally the pound for pound best out there, and you beat yep. him. That's why I like. I think he's got to be in the running for fighter of the year. And he was, in my opinion. Yeah. We'll, we'll table that one for the end of. So what's the, the next category? What do we have next? Comeback fighter of the oh, year. Yeah. I think this one's. I don't know your pick, but I know my pick. I it, think it's unanimous, it's probably. Prob- it's probably unanimous. Hugh. Unanimous. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with, I think it's the obvious one, and it's Errol Spence. And the reason why I think everybody has to go with this one, because he was in a massive car wreck that could have been fatal. And a lot of people thought it was disabling. But he got in a car wreck in October of 2019. He comes back, his very first fight of 2020, and he fights Danny Garcia who is easily one of the best welterweights out, th- out there in the division. He's top two, top three welterweights in the world, period. So the fact that he fought him and beat him and beat him, there, there wasn't no question about that fight. So he beat him. So I have to go with Errol Spence, and I would actually argue tooth and – I would fight you tooth and nail, Brandon, to pick somebody else. I think you could – no, you can't. You no. can't even say Tyson Fury because he's been back. So comeback no. fight of the year. It's got to be Errol Spence. There's that one's no, got to be unanimous decision. There's no other storyline that's more powerful and palatable for comeback fighter of the year. It has to be him. Yeah. To be off 13 months and the way and the reason why he was off, it's not – listen, almost every fighter could have an argument say, comeback fighter of the year, COVID, Yeah. right? Yeah. No, this guy was in a brutal car accident of his own making, okay? So yep. we're not going to say it was a fluke thing because it was his own making. Yep. To battle self-inflicted. back, self-inflicted to battle back, and here you are, and it looks like he didn't even miss a beat. It re- and like it's so imp- like it's so it impressive. was extremely impressive, which is why even going into the fight, 
I thought we thought, oh, it's going to be, you know, kind of a good bout, split decision or something. No. He did his job easily. That's comeback fighter of the year. And if anything, the only reason why I wouldn't put him as comeback fighter of the year is because it didn't even look like he had anything to come back from. He just looked good. I mean, he looked solid in the ring. I mean, we're gonna, I'm going to give him comeback fighter of the year, but he can also be up there as fighter of the I year, I didn't even too. see any rust. Yeah. I mean, there might have been a little bit, but you didn't see it. No, so It looked like the Errol Spence that we yeah. remember. So, yes, Errol Spence, comeback fighter of the year. We're not going to waste a lot of time on that because mm-hmm. that's just it, right? So, now, the, the, the big enchilada here, fighter of the year. And, and you have to look, and uh, to me, when you, when you talk fighter of the year, you have to look at it not only from a situation of the fights, obviously. They have to fight during the year. Mm-hmm. But also presence, media attention, all the stuff. What we're looking forward to going, going into the next year for this fighter in mm-hmm. particular. Um, I, I don't know if we'll differ in opinion on this one either. Because uh, hmm. we, we think very similarly. Uh, I am going to, and this is more of a respect call as well, because I think he has earned this. Tyson Fury is my fighter of the year. Now, keep in mind, February was also 2020, so this mm-hmm. is that, that encompasses yep. this calendar it year. Does, yep. I believe to a lot of those comments that you had mentioned about the fight with Deontay Wilder are those reasons why I would attribute to him to fighter of the year. It was the buildup. It was the majesty of building up that heavyweight fight. As boxing goes, I mean, as the, the division goes, so goes boxing, that they always say. I think not only that, He's a media darling. His presence out there, he's still active. Social media, everything else. We're looking forward to the next fight, mm-hmm. whatever that is. He has, he's delivered. He delivered early this year, and he's looking to deliver again into next year. The heavyweight champ of the world, I'm giving to uh, the, the fighter of the year, 2020, Tyson Fury. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard one to argue. But I, I will throw another option out there, though is Terrence Crawford. I think when he beat Cal Brook, he beat Cal Brook faster than Canelo, uh, be, or than Triple G beat Cal Brook. So, and he's up there because Cal Brook is no slouch. Cal Brook is legit. And I think that for the same reasons that you just said, for the future, um, Terrence Crawford is looking to really cement his name in the World's Great Division. And there's Errol Spence, who we just talked about as comeback fighter of the year. Well, those two could match up in 2021. So, with that being said, though, B-Money, mm-hmm. I am going to say Tyson Fury. However, I think Terrence Crawford, if he matches up with Errol Spence next year and beats him, I'm already going to tell you right now who my fighter of the year is going to be next year, and it's going to be Terrence Crawford. If he matches up with Errol Spence and beats Errol Spence, bar none, come back, hold me to the fire on this one. But I'm going to say Tyson Fury this year. I'm giving that one to you as well because I think it's a great pick. I mean, you, it's it's very hard to pick against that for all the reasons. Right. Um, would have been awesome to see him again in December fight Wilder again and beat him again because he would have. Yep. But I, I think Tyson Fury has to get this because of his story, the whole storyline, um, how exciting the heavyweight division is right now, and how he's he's running the heavyweight division. Even though there's another champion, Anthony Joshua, I still think the heavyweight division goes through Tyson Fury. I've... And that's the thing. Like he, they're both champions. They both hold titles. Anthony Joshua does. But I think the division goes through Fury, though. I think without COVID, we would have seen Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury by the end of this year. I have a feeling that's what would have happened. 
I well, think. I don't think so because the Wilder rematch was there was a rematch clause, I believe. They were trying for it December. Could have happened. They were, yeah. But that guy has Without lost. That, that yes. guy has lost his marbles. Yes. Agreed. So Agreed. he would have lost his marbles no matter what. I think the buildup for for this this crazy heavyweight bout, which it obviously looks like it's going to be kind of the first six months of the year in twenty twenty one. I think it's, it's definitely going to happen. Yep. They has to. There's too much money for it not to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think without the COVID nonsense that we probably would have seen some other big super sort of heavyweight fight. But overall, I think we are matching sentiments with this fighter of the year. And, and, and we might be wrong. You might think Teofimo. You might think this. You might think that. Fine. But I'm going to respect the champ, too. I'm going to respect the heavyweight champ. And he earned it February. Yep. I know that was a long time ago, but that was still this calendar year. Yep. Tyson Fury is our 2020 Fighter of the Year. Wayne with Travis Hartman. Put a stamp on it. Unanimous button it up. Unanimous. <laughs> Unanimously done. So, um, am I missing anything? I think that was all of them. Yeah, I think I think you hit it all. I think we we did a good recap. Although we probably didn't do 2020 complete justice for boxing because no. boxing it hit boxing they hit it out of the park. You know they really did boxing. We have a lot of credit to promoters, to the boxers, to the fighters. Um, to the world because they literally delivered, I think, in the last half of 2020. The first half, too, because Tyson very fought in the first half of it. So you got to say the Basically first half. Basically up until March. Not the first half. Up the until first March. quarter, yeah. The first quarter, they delivered for sure. Yeah. And then we had the, the little lull because of the big coronavirus. Yep. Um, but then we ended the year phenomenal. We had high-level fights against high-level people. So yep. I, I think that we did as best justice as we could. In the year ender for weighing in with Travis Harmon, we did great. Uh, B money, and I think that the only one that I, without a single doubt, agree with you on is fighter of the year is Tyson Fury. I think we are one hundred percent on board with that one. I can't fight that one at no. all. So Although, I said Terence Crawford's close. Okay, respect to, to T Crawford to Bud. Um, so let's do this. Let me move your laptop out of the way a little bit. Uh, we do need to talk about this. We will in a second. Actually, we'll do it now. So we're drinking to, uh, tonight. We're drinking Monkey Shoulder. Uh, blended malt scotch whiskey. So a little bit of a step away from the bourbon is still whiskey, but we're doing a scotch. And um, uh, trying to think here what my take on it is. I, I actually like it. It tastes very good to me. That's not bad. It's a blended malt scotch whiskey. Yeah. So it's supposed to have a little bit of a vanilla and spice type hint and blah, blah, blah. But overall, I like it. Um, we do the rating uh, 0 to 10 boxing gloves. Hmm. I'm going to give it a 6.8. I'm going to go a little higher. Do easy higher. math because I don't have anything to do oh, with math. Oh, I was going to do an odd number too. Well, you can do it. I'll do – no, I'll, I'll do it even. I'll do a 7.2. Wow. Okay, so that makes it you a 7.0. There you go. So we're giving monkey shoulder, and the name is cool too. We'll, we'll give you that, and there's a little couple monkeys on that. It tastes pretty good. If you were a scotch person, and everyone has a different palate, I get that. Everyone has a different taste, and uh, everyone has, you know, they pick up on different things on the nose and whatnot. But I like it. It's enjoyable. I could sit down and watch, you know, the Packers beat up on the Titans tonight and drinking monkey shoulder. Yeah. I could do that. Well, I have to give a shout-out while we're in the middle of this because I'm drinking monkey shoulder out of this new present that I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's a barrel that you can put whatever whiskey that or bourbon you That might actually give it a little bit more of a different taste, too. It does. It gives a little bit of that, like, it's got the barrel, and it's got the, it's the old, like, wood taste. Uh, Madison Keys got this for Christmas for me, and I appreciate it. And I'm going to go ahead and feel a little bit more of that. 
Well, thank you. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, thanks, Maddie. I've only Appreciate met you. you I've Mads. only met you like twice, so no gift for me. That's okay. <laughs> you get uh, called out, Mads. No, let's you know. Anyways, it's good. I, I literally probably the coolest little present ever because we've been drinking whiskey and bourbon, and to get me a little barrel like this, you That's can. That's very cool. The thing pops off. You can fill it up with whatever you want in it, and I chose for now to put monkey shoulder in, and I think it's a good choice because. I don't mind it. Monkey shoulder's pretty solid. I could drink this for, like you said, I could drink through the weekend for sure. Yeah. So here we are, Weekend Trav. We gave our, our uh, end of the year sort of boxing awards in a shortened boxing year. And this is the first year that we have done this podcast. Who the heck starts a boxing podcast in the summertime when there's no boxing going on? During these, a pandemic. These Who guys, does this? These guys. Uh, and I think we've made it work pretty good. And uh, we thank you for those that are subscribing and following our content. We also thank our media partners. TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Thank you so much. Um, and just everyone else for the support. I'm, you think I'm wrapping up or not? Ooh, you We're know not. what? We're not. But I have to also give some massive shout-out because I have no idea how I felt to do this, B-Money. But the big logo in the back, the TH Boxing logo, that was made by a local artist here in Florida. Artisan. Artisan, okay, whatever that is. Artistic Designs mm-hmm. out of Palm Bay, I believe it is. Okay. Del Nemeth. This guy made this up for me. He literally handmade Looks this great. entire thing. So I got to give him credit, and we like to give small businesses credit. He's a Absolutely. small business. He's a yeah. sign shop. He does a lot of small stuff. Not small stuff. He does big stuff. But uh, he made that sign for us, and Del, I appreciate it, buddy. It was a birthday present that my dad had him made. Del's family to us. He's mar- He is the father of Irina's sister husband okay yeah so he's pretty much like a father-in-law almost yeah. for, for them so appreciate you artistic designs check him out the guy does everything i mean he paints he does literally phenomenal he has sculptures i mean the guy's phenomenal what he does this doesn't even scratch the surface of what he does but sure. i love this because this is my logo but i think it looks phenomenal but he does a lot of cool stuff so i can't believe i haven't given him a shout out sooner but I am now, so hopefully it makes up for it. So I'm going to jump on those coattails a little bit as we head into 2021. Uh, What I'd like to see us do a little bit more, and this is for anyone listening at home, we're not trying to get stuff. We're not trying to get compensated or anything like that. I want to be able to give back to the community, whether it's through business shout-outs, things along those lines. We want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. We want to uh, provide – this is a platform for everybody that's tied to us. You know, we just want to help. That's that's the kind of people that we are, and this is not us patting ourselves on the back. We just want to help, and we have friends that have small businesses. We have family that have small businesses and whatever else. We just want to at least be a platform for you all, too. If there is, if you want if you want us to at least highlight or mention things, we want to be able to provide that, too. So Throw it out there to us. Reach out to us. 2021, it's the year of uh, us continuously trying to give back as we do this whole boxing deal. We talk boxing. We talk politics. We talk life. We talk all sorts of stuff here. And thank you for everyone that's been with us on this journey. And listen to our banter and our drivel. But there are some weeks, there, some weeks there's more drivel than others. True. This is very true. So uh, this week, uh, what I want to say is I thank you. I thank you for being committed to doing this. We've talked for a long time about you actually sitting down and doing a podcast, and it's morphed. It continues to develop, and that's what I like about it is that we don't have a set format to the most part, but we're flexible, and we continue to morph this thing into whatever it's going to become, and we have fun. I've hit that several weeks ago that – if this wasn't fun for us, we wouldn't be doing it still. Game over. It's been half a year. We, we make time to do this. And yeah. the fact that me and you both are so busy, you have a family 
and you have a business. Talking about small businesses, we're essentially both small businesses ourselves. We are. So um, the fact that we're doing this as well as our small businesses is nuts, but I enjoy it. And if I didn't, be money. 100% I'd have been out a long time yeah. ago. And that's just, you have to budget your time now that we do a lot of things. Like we're both doing a lot of things. You have to budget your time. And that's what I'm doing. But I make, this is the thing too. You make time for the things you love. Yeah, absolutely. People make excuses all the time. But in my opinion, if you love something, you make excuses why you make it work. Most people are always making it. Oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. You have time for stuff that you're passionate about. Yeah. Obviously, we're both pretty passionate about this, so we make it work because our schedule is very busy, but we make it work. Yeah. I enjoy doing this, and I've enjoyed the last half year with you doing this, uh, aside from just our friendship. So um, I look forward to 2021 and what, what you know was, is in front of us. We're going to start the year with a bang. Uh, we can travel myself, Ashley Curry, who is uh, Travis's fighter, who he coaches. We're all going to be going to Dallas to be on that DAZONE card on the 2nd of January, the Ryan Garcia fight, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Campbell. But you're going to see Ashley Curry as well, so looking forward to that. We're going to try to get as much content as we can during, you know, whatever. We're going to try to be posting like crazy while we're there, mm-hmm. and that's just the start for 2021. We're going to start out with a bang. We're starting out with a bang. We're finishing with a bang, too. You have this episode, which you're catching right now on YouTube or any of the audio side podcasts, but then we also have the interview with Ashley Curry here that hopefully will drop on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday to us whenever you're listening. That was a pretty cool, like I said, a little segment for In This Corner that we have on our YouTube page. Check it out because we're going to be doing a lot of In This Corner while we're in Dallas, Texas as well because we're going to try to catch up with a lot of fighters there. Hopefully we can catch some celebrities as well. And I'm going to go ahead and do it again. But thank you, Mario Lopez. Ahead of time. For being in this corner. I appreciate you being (laughs) in this corner because I know that you're going to be in this corner. So I appreciate you, buddy. So let's do this week in travel. We're going to actually wrap up early today. There's no mid-break. There's no nothing. We just uh, there's a lot going on. We have a lot headed uh, in front of us early or uh, later on in this week. I think uh, this year has been tremendous. This half year, I should say, of us doing this, and I look forward to 2021. Give me a uh, final thought on 2020 heading into the new year. You know, I'm not going to apologize for it anymore. But 2021 was a tough year for a lot of people, but it's like Floyd Mayweather says, tough times don't last, tough people do. 2020 was great for me. It was great for my business. It was great for the people around me. Um, it, it opened all of our eyes, I feel like, in the whole world on a lot of things that we can do better, and that's health. We could take care of our bodies a lot more than we do. And I think if this pandemic has taught this country um, anything, it's maybe we all need to live healthier lives. We need to be fitter. We need to eat better. We need to do a lot more things differently because like Ashley was saying on our sit down, we, we dove into the depression and we dove into suicide. We dove into some little things like that. And I think this pandemic, it really brought out a lot of that stuff because people were at home. They couldn't go out because of all of the, the, the risks. So people stayed home and battled all of this stuff. So I think 2021 was a tough year, but I think 2021 hopefully opened up a lot of people's eyes of what they can do differently in 2021. So I hope that we all can use um, this as a good example. And for me in life, I've never been the person that when I come across tough times, I don't make excuses as to why I'm failing. I try to find reasons why I can learn from those failures that I had. And if people were failing in 2021, I hope that they use those failures to catapult them into 2021 into overcoming all of that. 
because we all can make excuses as to why 2020 sucked, but we also can make excuses as to why we're going to make 2021 even better. So I hope people can turn their failures and turn these learning experiences into something positive because God willing, if you're still alive, I know a lot of people passed away from complications from coronavirus. So if you're still here, I mean, there, there's such a old, it's a song even live life like you're dying. And there's a lot of positive stuff that goes with that. Live life like you're dying, hmm. meaning do every possible, like if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, how much, how much differently would you live your life? You'd probably live it a lot differently. So go for it. Go out there. Eat better. Eat healthier. Do the things you love and actually go for it because you never know. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Coronavirus are not prom- tomorrow's not promised to anybody. But also, to finish this out, this little rant of mine, I want to thank you, B-Money, a.k.a. producer. You've been editing and recording and doing all of this for Weighing with Travis Harmon, and you're the one that actually pushed me over the edge to start this because you called me up like, let's do it. I'm coming over. I'm bringing the stuff. We're going to do it. We recorded the first episode in my spare bedroom. That's where we recorded the first episode actually, of no, Weighing with Travis Harmon. in dining room. And then the second one the was second in the one, Okay, yeah. that's yeah, true. Yeah. So I, I got to thank you for that, and I, I do appreciate you. I am very grateful that you kind of pushed me over the edge. We've known each other for about eight years now. That's when I moved here from Missouri. So... But we've become a lot closer. I think 2020, we've ultimately, our friendship probably became a lot closer because of this. We, but to be fair, we kind of did podcasts anyway. We would go out. We would have dinners. We'd have lunches. It would be a one-on-one podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm if saying. the only person listening was in earshot. So exactly. Yeah. So, so we uh, kind of did that. Well, uh, and so I'll wrap up my thoughts here, and then we'll close out. Um, 2020, Yes tough year and challenging for different reasons, but also very beneficial for different reasons too. And, uh, to all of our listeners and watchers, I once again, just want to thank you. I thank you for spending part of your week with us. If you are listening or watching, thank you. I mean, that means a lot to us. And I think 2021 has a lot of good stuff ahead of it. I could keep talking and talking and talking, but I want to see you shoot one last shot for 2020. So let's just do that. What's the shot going to be? What's it? Okay, shoot for something. We're going to get back to push-ups. Okay. You miss 20 push-ups. You make 20 push-ups. Either way. So, no, no, so for me. Oh, for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're not together doing no. this. No. All right. I Let's like do it. it. This, so, is, this is the old stuff. So if I miss it, yeah. I'm doing 20. Yeah. If I make it, you're doing 20. Yeah. Oh, I actually kind of like this now. <laughs> I like this. Here this, we go. This makes Here it worth it. You can see Spotify, it. It's, it's over my listening, head. And I haven't shot one single hoop today. It's over my head. We can trap shirts a little tight, though. Okay. Oh, oh, you know what? For 2020, I'm doing with you. Hey. You, you can't see it, but think I'm going to do this, though. Think about this. 2020. We're doing 20. I'm going to do 20. You're going to be Let's 20. Do it. That's 2020. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's going to be a break in the audio for about a little bit. Ready? That's the 20 push-ups for 2020. 
Thank you so much to our media partners, IF Enterprises. I'm out of breath a little bit. <laughs> Gulfstream Financial and TH Boxing. 2020 has been a uh, crazy year. We're ready for a uh, positively crazy year in 2021. Cheers, Cheers to, to you, my friend. Happy New Year to all y'all. Pay attention to our content. We're going to be in Dallas starting on the 30th. And we'll be there for New Year's and for the fights on DAZN on the 2nd. Thank you so much once again. I'm still out of breath. Because you did them so fast. Get it together, b I'm here. That there is Travis Hartman, Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money, brand new waters. Thanks for joining us. God bless. Go Pack Go.